This is your week ahead astrology forecast where I am going to break down the major transits and planetary aspects that are going to be impacting your natal suns. How do I know where your natal sun is? I do not. You do. And so if your natal sun is somewhere between zero and 10 degrees Virgo, your natal sun is in the first decant or group of 10 degrees of Virgo. And so you guys are going to be Virgo ones. Virgo twos are the second decant. That's if your natal sun is somewhere between 10 and 20 degrees Virgo. And if your natal sun is somewhere between 20 and 30 degrees Virgo, you are Virgo threes because your natal sun is in the third decant. There's a big difference because everything we measure in astrology is based on angles. If your, if your natal sun is at two degrees Virgo, it's got a very different relationship to a planet than if your natal sun to another planet than if your natal sun is at 28 degrees Virgo. You know, there's, there's like a 25 degree difference. And that means that's the difference between, you'll see later, you'll see it's a difference between a, a, a square and a trine which is a dynamic difference in how those, those planets are impacting your natal sun. So I'm going to try to get specific as I can. I'm going to try to break it down into dates um, to make it a little bit easier for you as we go. Let's start as broadly as we possibly can now, Virgo, with something that's going to impact all of you. And you should always keep a tight watch on where it is and what it's doing. It's Mercury. It is your ruling dignitary. And as a Cancer, I know that wherever the moon is, my mood shifts and my outlook shifts. So Mercury is always going to impact you if it's retrograde, if whatever whatever zodiac sign it's in. So we're going to get into what's happening with Mercury because it is going through a major transit. It's going through what I call, not an astrological term but I call it the birth canal mercury is heading out of Pisces into Aries Pisces is a land of concepts it's a land of dreams the land of no boundaries and mercury has just been through Pisces very uncomfortable and vulnerable in Pisces because it is directly opposite Virgo so it is it is in detriment it is at its most vulnerable when it is in Pisces it just doesn't speak the same language you know Mercury is the Greek god with wings on his feet he flitters and fluts around and then you put him into the ocean and he doesn't know what the heck to do to himself so um, it is uncomfortable, but it's also an opportunity of great learning and especially in patience. Since thoughts don't come quickly, it's more intuitive and making sense of dreams and subjective reasoning. So it does challenge you, but it slows things down a little bit. So it especially challenges your patience. Well, Mercury is done with Pisces on the 19th. So that is Sunday. Mercury is going to transit into Aries. And there's a dynamic change then because all of a sudden it's like, I have been so slow. I've been going through quicksand and then foosh, now I take off. It's like you've had a 100 pound weight on you and now all of a sudden it's just been, 120 pounds has been lifted from you. There's just this sense of, oh my God, freedom, rush, life again. Mercury in Aries is very physical, very physical communication, very um, acute communication, direct, straightforward, straight to the point. It doesn't think a lot. It doesn't think long. It kind of rushes to decisions. It kind of puts its head first, if you will, in Aries. Aries does rule the head. So it does. It puts its head first. It kind of thinks... 
Mercury in Aries would rather think through the situation as opposed to think before they get into the situation. So it definitely is, listen, it's like it's been so slow through Pisces, now it kind of wants to catch up. Mercury is um, more aggressive, it can be, you can be more pop-offish. Um, it is entering Aries with the sun. So the sun enters Aries the next day and the, the moon enters the day after. So Mercury is actually conjunct the sun and the moon, which means Mercury is conjunct the new moon that happens on March 21st. This is huge because what it does is it means it's a very powerful and impactful new moon for you. And it's a new moon of absolute newness, freshness, fresh start, new beginnings. Not reconciliations, not start overs, not second chances new something brand new you never tried it before you never been here before you are blessed with a special sort of invigoration to be able to use this energy to begin something new and there is a beautiful blessing if you do do not give up this opportunity mercury it'll i mean <laughs> mercury do not give up this opportunity through mercury virgo it will be very clear to you what you what you want to try and you will maybe even surprise yourself with how you are so ready to attempt something new it is going to be square to mars which can and this is all week you know the new moon doesn't last all week um but all week long mercury is going to be square to mars which can make you very punchy pop offish combative when you speak um a sense of always feeling like you're at odds with somebody um this will be very challenging for you especially in terms of your patience and a good methodology for dealing with this energy is just to count to 10 before you say anything take a breath breathe in breathe out before you respond because there is uh especially with mar with mercury now in aries um um square to mars which rules aries is kind of like combative it's like you're fighting the home team a sense of um pop-offishness so just be aware of that um it is also sextile to pluto now, sextile to Pluto is going to be something that you're experiencing through, I would say, midweek next week, say say Wednesday the 22nd. This is um, from March 17th. These predictions are from March 17th to the 23rd. So really up almost until... Um, um, up until the end of the week, I would say Mercury is going to be sextile to Pluto. What does that mean? Well, considering it's also sextile to the sun because Mercury is conjunct the sun, there's a lot of confidence and you are going to be relentless and it's going to be very difficult to control your mouth because honestly, you are going to be relentless with what you say. You could des I mean, you guys have the gift of being able to rip somebody apart with words anyway it's going to be especially and particularly ruthless. Now, if you aim this energy well, it can get you far and get you exactly what you want. If you don't, it will destroy relationships. Please be aware of that. Um, yeah, it's just going to invigorate you with a sense of um, uh, relentlessness. Absol absolutely. Um, straightforwardness, straight to the point, not even really considering other people's emotions. All of that is true. And like I said, if you aim it, it is powerful and effective but it's powerful and effective if you don't aim it too so please take control of it don't let it can take take control of you 
Now we'll get specific. For those of you who were born at the very beginning of Virgo season, Virgo ones, especially if you're like really at the beginning, almost like the cusp of Leo and Virgo, um, definitely this would be um, August Virgos. Your natal sun is sextile to Mars. So even though Mercury, there's this pop-offishness, what it's telling me is you guys, it'll since there's a sextile to Mars, it'll actually work out to your favor. It'll actually open up opportunities and you'll be using it naturally to open up opportunities for yourself. Take advantage of this energy because it will work for you, not against you. Your natal suns are in opposition to Saturn. Saturn is at one degrees Pisces um, and you would be between zero and 10 degrees, but especially those of you who are born, like I said, at the very end of August, like I say August 22nd through the 27th. It's you guys who are in direct opposition to to um, to, to Saturn. Um, this, is, this is challenging because opposition to Saturn means that there can be conflicts with authority figures, laws, rules, and regulations, a sense of disagreeing with them. Now, this week when you're sextile to Mars and Mercury's in the position that it is, you could get away with a lot of stuff, but don't get used to it because that sextile to Mars is going, I'm sorry, that opposition to Saturn is going to last all year. And you're not always going to have that helpful energy of um, sextile to Mars and um, Mercury square to Mars, conjunct the sun, um, sextile to Pluto. You're not always going to have that supportive energy around. So ultimately know that if you're going to make moves this week, then definitely let it be just this week because ultimately you'll be dealing with the opposition to Saturn for a while and you could be surprised with how it turns out. You don't necessarily have full control over oppositions. They're very difficult to get a grapple over. So you will find yourself surprisingly running into a lot of different challenges over the next year when it comes to rules, laws, regulations, and authority figures, maybe specifically a father figure. Um, this week, however, your natal sun is going to be trying to Venus, which is conjunct the North Node. So your natal sun is trying to both Venus and the North Node. This will last for this week only, so please enjoy it because it brings harmony and freshness into your relationships. Um, and if you're single, a sense of newness, a sense of even in, in some ways being willing to or comfortable in situations that normally might have scared you or might have been outside of your comfort zone. There's a level of comfort there that can breed a lot of new opportunities romantically and financially. Since it is Venus, she does rule both and she's in Taurus. So she's extra luxurious and extra um, sup, sup, like, uh, like, um, supple, extra sensual. Um, she's, yeah, yeah. And then, interestingly enough, you guys, since the sun and Mercury are both in Aries, you are quincunx to the sun conjunct Mercury and the new moon. Now, quincunx means that there is complications. It's a little bit frustrating energy. It can definitely be used to your favor, but it's almost like there's a little bit of a hindrance when it comes to starting something new or figuring out what it is you want to start new or trusting the energy. So this will be an act of faith, but I do encourage you to use the new moon anyway. Just an act of faith and something that you really need to believe in in order to start it. Um, Virgo twos, 
So those of you who have your natal sun between 10 and 20 degrees of Virgo. So this is kind of mid, this is like uh, September 2nd to September 12th, in and around there, depending on the year. Um, definitely check your natal chart for those degrees. But your natal suns are going to be quincunx to uh, Jupiter and Chiron, which are also in Aries. Um, this is a this is a challenging situation. It's frustrating because it seems like the growth and the expansion isn't coming quick enough or the lessons you've learned from the suffering and the struggle aren't coming quick enough to keep up with where you want to expand into and the opportunities you were hoping for. So I think patience is definitely your, your best solution right now. This is something that's been going on for a while and it will last for a while longer um it's no it's not new energy so it's not something that's going to shock you or all of a sudden sort of like be really really intense jupiter however is breaking away from chiron which means that in some ways the pain isn't going to be as exaggerated the suffering the learning the struggle isn't going to be as exaggerated and and it's almost like turning a corner you could start to see a break in the clouds at this point though there will still be some frustration around the subject matter um, because of that natural that quincunx um, your natal suns are also trying to uranus which is um not new <laughs> it's not new it's it's been that way for a while uranus has finally moved a degree so it's past direct mid taurus but ultimately there's a harmony or a trust that is with new things, different things, outside of the box things, using your brain in an open and kind of clever, genius way. So this is a great time for super intellectual thought. Um, next week, you're gonna get Venus trying to you. So um, Virgo ones have that blessing. This week, next week, it will be you. Um, not like next week after this, so after the 23rd, um, toward the very end of March. Now, Virgo threes, you guys are square to Mars. And that's what I wanted to point out is like Virgo ones are sextile to Mars. Virgo threes are square to Mars. That's the difference. And that's why when you just get like a, an, like a, you know, sort of a general overview, you're thinking it's not working out for me this way. It's because it's, it's really impacting your natal suns very differently. So from those of you who are born at the end of Virgo season, um, especially those who are born on the cusp of Libra, your natal suns are absolutely square to Mars, which means combativeness, pop-offishness, um, a struggle to maintain your composure, and uh, maybe even being pugilistic or wanting to fight first or, or act first before you think. So just be very aware of that energy because if you learn how to control it and you learn how to confront it and take responsibility for it, there is a wonderful sense of really coming out on top because that's what squares will allow they will allow opportunities once they've challenged you they will allow great rewards so if people are challenging you and pushing your buttons dealing with them in the most calm and practical way is going to really set you forward um you guys are um in opposition to neptune which has been going on for a while 
So being distracted, being dreamy, let your dreams inspire you. Don't treat them as distractions, write them down, treat them as inspirations. That's the best way to deal with this energy. Um, but yeah, you will be a, a little bit more tired, you will be a little bit more dreamy, and this is just how Neptune is going to impact you. You might even be more drawn to the water and going to the water and being by the water, being concerned for issues with water, all of these things, can actually be helpful to you at this time um, and this will be for a while I mean like Neptune is going to be there for a while so this has been going on for a while um, and then we have the trine to the midheaven and I normally wouldn't talk about this but I think it's important because it means that there's some sort of harmony or opportunity coming in your career um, for you to maybe expand your career or accept where your career is headed and what you are capable of there is a sense of um peace when it comes to your career peace and maybe happiness so definitely if this comes in the form of an opportunity or starting a new job this week especially around that new moon do it because this will be a very good move for you so i love you guys so much and i hope that you'll come over to born without boundaries tarot and watch the virgo um tarot card reading please remember to subscribe to this channel and ring that notification bell because i go live a lot of days over here just a, a live astrology chat and you can participate if you are a subscriber and i hope you will subscribe and yeah please do uh, ring that notification bell so then you'll know when I go live. And please feel free to leave comments below. I would love to know how this energy is impacting you. I love you guys, and I will talk to you next week. Bye, Virgo. Have a great week.